This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I understand we have a congressman on. That's correct. We have a uh, former congressman, Tony Coelho from California. He served in the U.S. House of Representatives. He was the primary sponsor of the, of the Americans with Disabilities Act. He's a former chairman and current member of the board of directors of the Epilepsy Foundation. I was reading up about you, former congressman. You yourself suffered from or suffer from epilepsy. At one point, you wanted to become a priest and then you went into politics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Congressman, you requested to come on today. Uh, tell us what you have on your mind. Well, somebody requested me to be on today, John. All um, right, so we got we we we, we, we. <laughs> so, so I'm here. So thank thank you for that. being on. What would you like to talk about? Well, basically, what is about an op-ed that Martin Frost and I did regarding uh, energy for the U.S. and the need for us to make sure that we are producing oil and gas so that um, we can continue to help out uh, some of our European partners and so forth as a result of what's going on with OPEC and what the Russians are, are doing and so forth. And uh, we're not we're not interested, of course, in backing off of alternative uh, sources of energy because of the future. But in the meantime, we need to be uh, still producing our oil and gas for the U.S. so we don't get into a situation like a lot of places in Europe right now, Germany and and England looks like it may end up with a a real problem. Uh, So that's what the um, op-ed was all about. And and, uh, I was told that uh, you folks wanted to chat about that, and I'm willing to. Well, uh, there's so many things happening in Washington, I lose track of what's going on sometimes. And the fact that uh, every time oil in the last three months has gone close to seventy five, seventy six, where where it will relax the price of gasoline, the Saudis stand up and say, "Well, we're going to cut, we're going to cut uh, production." Well, why are we going to cut production so they can get it back up to a hundred? Well, what say you? Well, the Saudis are not our friends, as you well know, John. Um, and uh, they probably are uh, playing games with the Russians uh, because the higher the, the higher the price of oil, the more that the Russians make. And and in regards to their current con- conflict with Ukraine, Ukraine, they need to have the money. So you know, we of course sense that that's what's going on here, and uh, so that's why we need to be doing it. Well, you know, I'm going to take a contrarian point of view, John, uh, that I knew you probably take issue with. I, I think a lot of what's happening to us is because of bad foreign policy, uh, the way we use sanctions. We don't think things through. Uh, and, you know, uh, somebody need to explain to me what part of death to America, death to Israel every Friday after after uh, their service, our presidents don't understand. Um, I didn't understand it when it was President Obama and, and, and Vice President Biden. And now, you know, President Trump got us out of that. And and Biden is fighting very hard to get us back in. So the Saudis will not be happy with us. We don't think in terms of collateral damage. You push in to make a hedge money out of Iran. Uh, what do you think the Saudis are going to do? They're obviously going to work against us. And then when you look at the way we walked away from all our allies in Afghanistan and left, you know, Brits and everybody 
uh, stranded, uh, we lost a lot of faith on the world on the world marketplace. And now people are beginning to scratch their heads. Are they choosing the right side, China or America? We've shown well, weakness. China, China is looking to. Uh, Soros is pushing, pushing China to create their own organization. Bricks. Uh, and what's it called? It's called Bricks. No, no. Besides that, it's called. Uh, uh, what was it called? It's like a, it's an organization. I forget it. You yeah, know, the, 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 the ASEAN nations. The what? The ASEAN nations. You mean the Asian nations? Well, it, it's, no, it's no, Brazil. It's, it's, it's yeah. Brazil, it's India, it's China, it's uh, Russia, it's Iran. <laughs> it's all of our enemies, basically, along with some of our allies that are coming together. You know, we kicked Russia off the SWIFT system. Right. Uh, and everybody's looking at that now wondering, you know, will, will I be treated the same way? Mr. Washington, not to go back, it's Alexander, not to go back full circle, but John is one, is a big employer in the state of Pennsylvania. My dad can talk about the energy independence that we have we have enough energy that we know of right now in the state of Pennsylvania to power well, the whole country President for 100 Biden, years. President Biden has uh, signed off on on Chevron uh, buying the oil from yes. Venezuela, processing it. And also, they signed, President Biden has signed off on building a terminal in the Gulf Coast for export, export. not to help the American people, Two million to export it. Now... Why why are we buying from Venezuela where we can buy from from Texas or, and, or Pennsylvania? And or it's te- cleaner. It's cleaner here it's in America. Cleaner. Venezuela has the the, the dirtiest, dirtiest oil. oil around. Uh, uh, Congressman, do you have an answer? <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys have all the answers. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, first off, it's Friday afternoon. We, we want to have some fun and tell the truth. <laughs> the topic not, is dear to us. What? We're not anticipating that uh, we're going to get the oil out of Venezuela. That, as you all know, John, you you have experience in this. That isn't going to be produced for a long time because of their particular problems and so on. That isn't what that's about. That's about foreign policy and a lot of other things. But but the point is, is that we in the United States need to be uh, producing our oil and gas for us, period, um, and uh, the reason I'm involved with the Council on Secure America that I helped set up many years ago uh, between the U.S. and Israel, and I'm still very active uh, with that group. And basically, we're focused on how do we influence uh, making sure that the oil and gas is produced here, understanding that alternative energy is probably what we need in the future, but we shouldn't be cutting off oil and gas uh, uh, at this point until we have uh, basically uh, the supplies that we need and we can well, develop. Alternative energy is great. Point. Congressman, alternative energy is great. But yeah. there's not enough. We can't use enough, uh, you know. Um, uh, were you talking about electricity? or what? You can't make enough electricity. You can't make enough with green energy. With to green power. energy, we, we to power our country. We, we don't have transition. Now, we have to transition exactly. first. What the I Europeans are doing way, now, they said, we need anybody, nuclear power. Yeah. Kyle, not, not, anybody, not battery power. Nuclear power. I don't think that right now. I don't think anybody's arguing that right now. We know that we can't produce that at this point. But the question is, is can we should, should we be producing more oil and gas and permitting that to be produced uh, at this time, why we are 
pursuing alternative uh, energies in the future. Uh, yeah. That's, I think, what it is. So to say that we can't do it right now is understandable. I don't think any argument there. Yeah, but they're forcing General Motors to shut down and, and make electric cars. And not in Michigan. They're not forcing General Motors to do anything, John. You know better than that. Uh, General Motors is trying to produce electric cars because of what they see the future, that the electric my, cars... My, my opinion... I'm shorting General Motors stock. That's what's going on there. Congress, let's talk, we'll talk about electric cars. Look what happened in L.A. L.A. came out and said every car has to be an electric car by 2035. And then two days later, they had a massive blackout, and they said they didn't have enough Don't electric for the, for the current grid. And the grid, people not didn't have enough electric yet. They said, way, "Don't but, charge anything. Craig, Shut your air conditioners off." Craig, How are they going to deal with this? I, I go back and forth <laughs> often to Pennsylvania, and on a trip to Philadelphia, yeah. I had an Uber driver. It was this is a crazy schedule? And I so I tried to book an Uber driver to drive yeah. me from Philadelphia to New York because of the time arbitrage was faster than taking the train. Yeah. Uh, the Uber driver says, "I can't take you because my car is an Uber. It's not going to. It's not going to last long enough." Get the next driver. It's an Uber driver yeah. with an electric car. Same thing. I hope I can make it. I mean, we, we have to be realistic about people and transitioning life. Kyle Bass, who's a brilliant friend of mine, big oil guy from Texas, talks about this. You know, we ha- there are working people that depend upon decisions that are being made at a high level mm-hmm. of how they live their lives. Right. And, and just simultaneously, just, just in one minute, saying everything for green energy, you, you're killing people's livelihood. John we have to go talking, step by John step. John has been talking for months, probably six months or more, about oil and what needs to be done. And and what he came up with is brilliant, and no one listens. And look where we are in this country right now. Well, we have to have the infrastructure in place first. Yeah. You can't now, say. I just got a text from Dr. Michalos, and he says the grid can't handle it. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. And, the, uh, we don't have the charging, it, enough charging stations. And, and, and you know the what they're doing? Grid? In Washington, uh, they, they're making everybody get rid of their gas stove to make electric stoves. Now, if if the grid goes out, you don't have food. You won't have a car, and you don't have uh, lights. And, and forget about it. No air conditioning. I know, and thank God one time I lost power, but I still had heat because we have natural gas, you know? And so you have to think about these things. Congressman, what say you? <laughs> Not much. Are you having, <laughs> Congressman, are you having fun? You. Are you having <laughs> fun? We wish you were in This conversation here. is all of you have the answers. Uh, so... Uh, I think I go back to my point that nobody argues that we don't have that capacity now. That's not the argument. The argument is that we need to uh, keep producing oil and gas and uh, pursue alternative sources of energy. But that's not for today. That's not for tomorrow. That's something that we have to do. But the focus has to be on oil and gas. And that's what we're all about is making sure that we don't move away from oil and gas for prematurely, uh, but you, you folks are acting as if that's going to be done today or tomorrow. It's not going to be, and it shouldn't be. But the focus with the administration is we need to produce more oil and gas and don't shut it off. That's the fight. That's what Concept for Secure America is all about. And so I don't necessarily agree with some of the things that you're saying, John, I mean, you and I go back a few years, you may not remember, but when I was the chairman of the Democratic House Campaign Committee, you were supportive. And uh, but I, you know, look, at, I don't have any trouble 
about some of the concerns that you all have, but I recognize that what we need to be doing is still pursuing alternative energy, but you don't shut off what we have now when alternative energy isn't capable of providing what the country needs. That's really what it's I all about. No We're all saying the same thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what my thoughts are. Wind and solar will never, ever, ever act as a alternative energy to supply our country. That, 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 that's for people that tiptoe through the tulips. Now, the, the real thing is all of a sudden Germany and France have agreed that nuclear is a green energy. So our country is capable of having small nuclear uh, devices to type that that power uh, our aircraft carriers, et cetera, et cetera. And our country go, should go nuclear, and that's to be an alternative to fossil fuels. But to, to, to think that solar and and uh, uh, wind is going to be an alternative, I think it's it's a joke. You know, alternative energy is probably not even on the scene yet. It's going to be 25 to 50 years before we really transition. And right now, a lot of those minerals are in China. And exactly. And we know what, what, what China is. No, they were in Afghanistan. Oh, and we, oh. and, and, and we gave them Afghanistan. With the batteries, right. With all, with all our tanks and everything else, right? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 it was only 85 Just dollars in equipment. But we didn't leave the keys. We left all the equipment, but we didn't leave the Just keys. Just That was a saving grace. <laughs> Congressman Quayle, I know we're running out of time. Anything else you want to say? No, we got three minutes. Oh, okay. Did we got you want, three minutes. Did you want to say about a little bit about the breaking news, John, about Elon Musk? Elon Musk says he's going to have some breaking news uh, that uh, all the things that Twitter was hiding. Right. They they buried the, the Hunter uh, Biden laptop Hunter story, Bi- and it was uh, and in collusion with the media. Mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be interesting, but that's not going to be till after 6 o'clock. Right. He initially said 5 o'clock, but then he just tweeted moments ago, we're double-checking some facts, so probably start live-tweeting in about 40 minutes. So- no, he says after 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. okay. I was just looking. All right, Congressman, yeah, we've got two minutes left. What, you, what are we going to tell the people? Well, first off, I... First I of all, really I, I, we, we love you. We love you, and we think you have common sense. Folks, you know, that's your... That's your situation. I just don't have a lot of confidence in him. He, uh, but anyway, we'll see what he says and see if there's any merit to it. But I'm not a big, uh, big fan or whatever of Musk. But the only anyway, person so we're a fan the of, the only, the only people we're a fan of, people tell the truth. Is how do we keep uh, keep our oil and gas producing so that uh, we don't have to go through what uh, Germany and, and England are probably going to go through? And that's the focus. That's what I'm focused on and not all these other things that um, may happen 20 years from now or whatever. Well, thank you, Congressman, uh, and uh, God bless you and God bless America. And and we hope we can all work together to have a better America. Thank you so much. Amen. I agree. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.